Welcome back to the podcast, Jacob's Chatter. I am your host, Jacob Louder. Um, this week's episode is a bit troubling one. It shouldn't be, hopefully it shouldn't be a polarizing um, problem for anybody. The, I asked a friend as I was having trouble thinking of well, I didn't want to talk about just issues that were in the mainstream. Issues that everybody's talking about. More. Let's focus. Let's try to focus on things and people that are falling through the cracks. That society has decided to forget about as a whole. And um, unfortunately, this week's episode, you can probably tell by the title is about Native American women and girls, specifically those that are missing or murdered. Um, they represent about 4% of the population in Canada, but constitute about 16% of all homicides. And that is wildly off. That should not be a kind of statistic you have, but we have it here in the U.S. too, right in home. Um, I want to say Montana. Um, Native American... Native Americans make up 3% of the population of the state. Um, yet they represent 30% of missing or murdered women. That is a huge disparity. Um, it's, it's obviously a problem. Um, in the United States alone, Native American women are twice as likely to experience violence than any other demographic. Uh, one in three Native American women is sexually assaulted during her life. 67% of those assaults are perpetrated by non-Natives, which is where the problem comes into. A large portion of the problem right there. 67%. Okay? It's almost three-quarters of these women that are being sexually assaulted. It's happening by a non-native guy. And unfortunately, in the areas it happens too, it's in spots where people generally end up falling through the cracks. Anywhere along um, a reservation border. If you've got people that just come through, I mean, there's... I, what what exactly are the tribal police going to do if that guy murders that woman and then just keeps on going? Drives right out of native land. Granted, it's all native land, but the land the government thought they would be magnanimous and give to them. Um, we'll talk about one case in particular, and that is the case of Angela McConnell, who was found shot to death with her boyfriend. Um, 
the problem was uh, was when her her mother Tammy Carpenter um, faced the sheriff's the sheriff's the, the detective who was in charge of the case who was a non-native and and how he handled the situation um, this is a direct quote from uh, NBC News here her saying um, his line of questioning insinuated that her daughter could come from a broken home where nobody had jobs and were involved with drugs unfortunately that is one of the problems we look at we look at at it's the underlying racism that is in America and you can we can argue back and forth you can say there's not racism in America America's not racist oh it, it happened occasionally it doesn't make it racist if it happens occasionally occasionally is more frequent than rarely I occasionally buy grapes, but that's still a lot of times that I buy grapes. You know? I I I I like to drink occasionally. But if you were to look at it, a doctor might say that that is heavy drinking. It's it's really not. Um I just like to have a drink here and there. So let's not talk about my possible alcoholism and let's, fo let's focus on the issue here. The issue is that people perceive Native Americans as, well, they came from a broken home, obviously. Or, oh, of course, people are going to be, be drinking all the time. That's all Native Americans are known for. And what are white people known for? Jumping to conclusions and being assholes? You'd probably guess that, yeah. Um... It's an issue that doesn't get nearly enough national clout as it should. Over the past 40 years, um, roughly 2,300 Native American women and girls have gone missing in the U.S., about 1,800 of which were killed. Sorry, sorry. I think I read that wrong. Yeah, 2,300 have gone missing, 18 of whom were killed or vanished. And Yeah, no, I read that right. This is all within the past 40 years. Um, unfortunately, yeah, like I said, this is just an issue that doesn't get the kind of national clout that it deserves. A 2016 study by the National Institute of Justice estimates that 1.5 million American Indian and Alaskan Native women experienced violence, including sexual assault. Um, some areas found that women on the reservation were uh, killed at a rate 10 times the national average. 10 times the national average. See, the, that, the problem... <clears throat> is that natives seem to make up a significantly smaller portion of the population. So, when one or two goes missing, or 2,000 go missing, oh, it's hardly anything. 
some people would say. Oh, only only 2,040 years? They're doing pretty good. Not comparatively. You, you, you have to compare the numbers by population size. Like I said earlier, 3%, 3% of the population of, of Montana or Wyoming is, is native. 3%. That means that you've got 97% that's other, probably mostly white. You've got 3% that's native. And of that 3%, they managed to make up 30% of missing or murdered women. And that is clearly a huge problem. So what can we do to solve this issue? Well, I don't think we're going to solve it at uh, 7 o'clock in the morning on a Wednesday. But we can start by talking about it. Giving this issue what it deserves which is attention the only way in solving a problem is first looking at it and going there's a problem there we should do something about that unfortunately too many people nowadays that's not how things go is it that's of course not we would rather let our better angels Stay hidden. But that seems like something that uh, that we should definitely work on. Um, a big, a, a huge issue here is that people people write off things that don't seem to affect them as much. Oh, some native women went missing? Eh, doesn't really affect me here. I don't know any native women. So what, what, why should it affect me? Well, because it's a crime, regardless. Not to mention the fact that when you have such a small portion of people, you shouldn't be... Unfortunately, this is exactly the same attitude being taken toward everything else in this world, in this country right now. Uh, endangered animals? Nah. We'll try, we'll, we'll, we'll try again next go-round. Or, or we've got their DNA. In a few years, we can just clone some. I shit you not, I heard somebody make that argument. Of, well, yeah, the black rhino, you know... Oh no, no more black rhino. What do we do now? We'll just clone it. Or panda bears? They're cute and all, but I mean, all they do is live in zoos. Because they are endangered. There's a reason that they are bred like that. Actually, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. I, I don't really know about pandas. Um, black rhinos is a different thing. When we allow so much to happen just simply by saying, well, we can, we can fix, we can, we, can, we can walk the problem back in a few years when we've got the technology for it, not at the rate we're going, the way we affect our environment. 
But I let myself get away from the subject at hand. Missing Native women. Um, this is something that we all. I, we need to find. We need to find solutions to fix the problem. I mean, there there are. It is troubling how many people can just brush it under the rug because it does not affect them. So why should I worry? Why should I let this into my brain to become an issue <clears throat> for me? It's a, it's a question. It's not a good one, but it's definitely a question. I would say if you have any humanity at all, you'd care about what happens to others. Especially when it is a crime that is mostly being perpetrated by non-natives. 67%, almost three quarters. That is, that is, granted, the other half of that needs to be fixed as well. But, I mean, I don't, we should probably start by improving our relations with each other. I mean, they were here first, after all. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe Donald Trump's wall needs to be built around tribal land instead. Maybe you need to have a passport if you're going to drive through. Maybe instead of taking interstates or byways and cutting them right through the middle of native land, we take those out, we rip those roads right out. And we put, make it go round. People start complaining and saying, well, well, how come I can't go on that road? It was so much quicker before. Now now this is this just added two hours onto my trip. Oh, well, maybe if we solve the issue of white dudes going onto reservations to rape and murder natives, we could solve it. And I know, I know, I probably just striked up some white guy sitting out there going, well, why is all crime got to be committed by white guys? Well, I mean, come on. Statistically, again, it's the same thing. You look at violence. You look at you look at statistics, and you have to make sure you are comparing population sizes to each other. I know this is the third time I've quoted that number, but three percent of population, thirty percent of the total state numbers missing or murdered it's a huge disparity that is akin to uh, I don't have numbers but I've got the graph sitting in my head right now you've got population size uh, between African American and whites now you're going to have a smaller portion African American to a much larger popula population um, whites. If you look at this graph, it'll shift though. At the bottom, you'll have a small margin for African Americans and a large margin for population size for white people. And as we move to the top, 
that graph shifts to the right with a large portion of police shootings happening proportionately to the African-American community. Yes, of course, there's a lot more white people. So there's going to be a lot more of that stuff happening. But population size, proportionally, more is happening to African-Americans than is happening to white people. So, again, not to get off topic, but it's the only other comparison I had. You have to look at population size comparisons. You can't just say, oh, well, that's hardly anything. 30%, that's, that's a third. Exactly. That's a third of the state's statistics, and they make up 3% of the population. That is a humongous problem that clearly needs to be solved. And like I said before, we're not going to solve it here. We're not going to solve it at 7 o'clock in the morning. But, I mean, this is a deeply troubling issue. It 74% of all cases have no public documentation related to the manner of death. Whether charges were filed or a suspect, person of interest was found. 56% of cases don't mention or make public the victim's tribal affiliation. We seem to care a lot more about each other than we care about this kind of issue. When we write it off as, well, it's not really our problem. It's a native problem. Native problems are our problems. When we decide not to do anything, it's terrible. Recognizing the problem is a big, big thing. But I think, I think, I think we need to start with the U.S. government. That's where we need to start, obviously. The government needs to be the ones to say, okay, we're going to start by being tough and finding a solution to this problem here. Instead of, hey, thanks for the land, guys, and it's unfortunate what's happening, but, uh, you know, we don't really have resources to spare for this epidemic going on. We should start with asking these questions of our elected officials. Maybe starting at the top from the U.S. government is the wrong way. Maybe starting at the bottom, starting with locals, local officials. Put people in office who care about people, who care about issues that are happening and not just rewarding people for 
being great at finding tax loopholes. Um, I'm not going to say much more about that. I think the issue has found an end. Um, I hope to have you all back on the podcast next week uh, or this weekend as it will be the beginning of a new week. Let's uh, let's all have a good rest of the year, everybody.